Welcome to Your Social Anxiety Bestie, the show about showing up, even when we're scared. I'm Sadie, and I'm here to share the truth about what it's like to live with social anxiety disorder. I was diagnosed with severe social anxiety and perfectionism in 2018, and since then I've been nerding out on all things anxiety and healing. My goal is to help you feel less alone and give you tips to face your own social fears, wherever you are on your journey. I hope today's episode reminds you that even though social anxiety is lonely, you are not alone. Let's jump in. I am super excited to introduce you to a fellow social anxiety advocate and content creator who I have had the pleasure of becoming friends with on Instagram over the past year. Roxana's mission is to help other introverts become socially confident. As a former socially anxious person, she knows how hard it is to be yourself in social situations without letting anxiety get the best of you. She created Honest Rocks to provide you with the best content to help you show up as yourself confidently. And that is such a beautiful mission. Roxana, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, when I sent you that message the other day, I couldn't believe that we've been connected for a year now. I know. It's amazing. I feel like we should have done this a long time ago. I know. I've only recently overcome my own social anxiety about having guests on my social anxiety podcast. So (laughs) (laughs) it's the perfect time, right? Yeah, exactly. When the time is right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I love that you're doing this podcast. It's it's amazing. You're working through your own personal challenges and you're helping people at the same time. It just doesn't get any better. Thank you so much. That's so sweet. Well, I have some questions for you. Yes, let's let's go through them. So let's jump in. Okay, can you take us through your journey to how you actually became a social anxiety focused content creator online? Yes, sure. So um, social anxiety has really been something that I've dealt with with like almost my entire life. Mm. I, I actually didn't even know it until like maybe a decade ago. And it's funny because if I look back, my entire childhood was filled with social anxiety. Mm. Um, I, but for the longest time, I just thought that there was something wrong with me. I always compared myself to my extroverted friends mm. because as you know, every introvert has a lot of extroverted yes. friends. We just need those people in our life to function. Um, and I, I just kept wishing like, how can I be like my best friend? And how can I be normal in social situations? Mm. And then it just got to a break, breaking point when I was working in a corporate America and I was just terrified of introducing myself in meetings. Mm. And I was like, this is crazy. I'm a professional. They hired me. How can I just be so uh, awkward? How can I be scared to ask questions and to introduce myself? Like mm. that was really difficult for me. And then at some point, I, my mentor at the time who actually took a chance to hire me told me flat out that if I wanted to be promoted, I had to learn to speak up. Uh, and that was like a huge, like shocking moment. Like really like the one thing that I hate doing that I yeah. don't want to do, like, that's the one thing that's holding me back. Uh, so then, that's... you know, from there, I just started to look closer at my behavior and some of the fears that I had and why they were holding me back. And fast forward, you know, I wrote an action plan, like the personal action plan, because I'm mm. like that type A personality, like, <laughs> okay, what do I need to do? What are the steps? How do I get there? <laughs> nice. So I wrote an action plan. Um, to figure out how can I deal with the social anxiety? Like, how am I going to get promoted if I have social anxiety? Mm. And so after I did that, I realized, you know, I, as I'm going through this, why don't I just open up a website to help other introverts that have these issues as well? Mm. 
Um, so like you, I was working through my own stuff and I also wanted to help people because I, I felt like this was something that most of us, well, young professionals that are maybe introverted, that they're, they're going through something like that. Yeah. Um, so that's that, that was kind of like my starting point. And then I just started creating content and guides and uh, now course. And recently I just created a course. I'm, I'm really focused on social anxiety because I know the impact it had on my life mm. and how important it was for me to get over it in order to actually achieve the goals that I had in mind. Uh, I love that story so much. That's the first time I've actually really heard your journey yes. boiled down into a few paragraphs. That is amazing. Like I relate to a lot of that aside from the corporate, like I don't come from the corporate world. So that is so interesting to me that did you know, like you said, you didn't know it was social anxiety at the time. So when you made your action no. plan, did you know you were dealing with social anxiety? Were you using that no. vocabulary? No, no, I wasn't at all. Even at that time, I was just wondering like, what are the steps that I need to take in order to be able to just ask a question in a meeting? Mm. And I was, I was trying to come up, I was trying to come up with some ideas, you know, I was like, okay, maybe you need to raise your hand. Mm. Um, maybe you need to think about the questions like way beforehand. Maybe you need to know the answers to the questions. So I was really trying to come up with ways to make myself feel more comfortable with the idea. And that's kind of like how I created the, the, like the action plan. Wow. That is so resourceful. You basically created your own <laughs> exposure therapy program, yes, yes. <laughs> your own hierarchy. And I, that's why I love that you're talking about exposure therapy in your Instagram stories, because this is mind blowing to me. I had no idea that this is what I was yeah. doing, that I was forcing myself to do these things. That is And yeah, amazing. I love that you do it. <laughs> that's so cool. Okay, so you you mentioned your courses and stuff. So can you tell us what platforms? What are your what are your main platforms? What kind of content are you focusing on? Uh, so currently, I'm actually focusing mostly on YouTube, which is mm. very strange. But I feel like that was one thing that I wanted to do in order to push myself again through social anxiety to yeah. just make sure that this is something that I've always wanted to do videos. Um, mm. I'm I'm also on Instagram, and yeah. I do a lot on Instagram and YouTube. Obviously on my website, I do my newsletters, my guides, courses, whatever, but I'm really focusing on putting myself out there as much as possible for my own sake. And as well as, you know, to let people know that it's possible to do these things if you have social anxiety. Yes. You can just do it scared. You can totally do it. I mean, your reels are <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> I cannot stop laughing at them. I can't uh, believe you waited so long to do this. Thank you. It takes <laughs> me forever to work up the courage to just do it. Yeah. But you've got and some yeah. funny ones too. You've got your texting council one, although I think yes, I'm going to ask I you about do. that after, but yeah. <laughs> oh man. Yes. I don't know. I just one day came up with the idea of what if there was a texting council that could help us manage texting anxiety? Like yes. what would that look like? <laughs> I won't make you do your little jingle singing, but you guys, who's <laughs> li you. whoever's listening, you should go listen to that, that video. Oh, okay. Man. All right. Well, that segues nicely. So have you found that it's hard to help others with social anxiety? while also experiencing social anxiety yourself? Because that's, that's definitely yeah. been a challenge for me. Yeah, um, so it's, it actually makes me and it makes you definitely more relatable mm. because you're right there, people are right there with you and they're going yeah. through the same symptoms. Uh, and I do feel like I need to have it a little bit more together in order to coach people through it, which is, I think, what makes it really difficult because I'm facing some of these demons at the same time that yeah. you are. But we're, you know, we're all on our own, on our own journey. 
And the good thing is that I actually might be a few steps ahead of someone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my job is to kind of pull them to where I'm at, but I'm so visible to them, right? So it makes it easier for them to see that it is possible. So in a way it is hard, but I think that it works much better because you can actually see the results like happening in real time. Yeah, I totally, yeah, basically the same answer for me. It's harder, but it's relatable it lets you really authentically understand what they're going mm. through. Yes. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm, and, I don't do coaching, but I think if I did, I would have a hard time pushing people because mm-hmm. I would empathize so much. Um, yeah. Well, what I mean by coaching, I th- I, I'm not coaching either, but I mean, mm. you're kind of a, you're a coach in a way that people see you that way because you're offering tips and right, advice right, and right. strategies. So now they kind of see you like a social anxiety coach, even mm. though you don't identify yourself that way. But I, I see you as a social anxiety coach because you're Whoa. going through these things and the symptoms and like you're exposing yourself in a way that it makes it human and people can you know, look up to you. So it's, wow. yeah. You definitely coach for sure. It's kind of mind blowing. You're giving, you're giving me a pep talk on my own podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I feel like uh, we need to prop ourselves up a little bit more. Yeah. Days. Community over competition. Yes, always. Definitely. So now I like to talk about social anxiety, shyness, and introversion. Do you find that these terms are misused or confusing? Do you identify with all of them? Some of them? Where do you stand on those? So disclaimer, I am not a doctor. I'm not yeah, offering yeah, yeah. any medical advice. <laughs> um, obviously, I haven't really dug into these terms um, as much as I should have. But from my own personal experience, if I look back to myself, I used to think I was shy. Mm. Um, but uh, I don't think that's the case. You know, I was just absolutely terrified of people judging me, whether mm. it was my accent, my hair, my voice, my thoughts, whatever it was. Yeah. Um, I now know that this was social anxiety. Mm. And I, I do think that shyness is social anxiety if it's prolonged, right? So we're all mm. a, little bit, a little bit shy in new environments or when we meet new people to some extent. But if it's frequent yeah. and recurring, then I would say it's social anxiety. Again, that's just my own perception and experience with it. Yeah. And if you're in this area, in this bubble, like the introverted bubble, um, being an introvert does not mean that you have social anxiety. And I know it's been said before, but I just feel like people need to know that, that yeah. you're just more prone to it because you actually spend a lot of time in your own head. Um, mm. But <laughs> you're more likely to overthink a lot of things. So yeah, yeah it's again, you know, social anxiety, shyness, introversion, somewhat interrelated, but different things on their own. Yeah, that's so fascinating. I, I love this question. Like, I want to ask everybody this question. Yeah. Not because, you know, they're experts or anything like that. Like, that's totally fine. I, I'm just curious in people's <laughs> perceptions and experiences with those words, because like, like you, I was always just called shy. And I was told mm-hmm. that I would grow out of it, basically. <laughs> yes, that's so not true. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can't, obviously, social, social anxiety is not a fact of life, but it's yeah. still kind of tied to your personality in a way. So you're yeah. just more prone to getting it. Yeah. And introversion, like they can all, they can all look similar from the outside, yes. I think. Right. Yeah. Especially from the extroverted perspective. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a loud world. Oh, yes, we are. 
Okay. We talked about this a little earlier, but you did a video on texting anxiety. I think it was like the texting anxiety <laughs> council. So can you talk to us about texting anxiety? Tell us about that video and give us some tips. Yeah. So the first, I just dropped part two of that oh, video. Is that yeah, today? So part yesterday, last night. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so I, the, the part two actually has some tips and that's the one where I do the dance, the stop, think, reply. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a follow-up on part one, which is based on the idea that there's a texting council, like texting anxiety is real. And mm. if, and it's been something that I've been dealing with this past year during lockdowns, mm. I never thought I had it before, but I realized that I, I had trouble texting. I was like, what is she going to say or think mm. if I text this to her? Or what if I send this GIF and it's misinterpreted? Mm. Like I, and so I was in my head a lot and I just ended up not texting because I was just worried about what they would say. Mm -hmm. So that was like part one of the video. And part two is where I come up with the tips, like stop, think, and reply. Mm. Stop. If it's like an emotional text, I just don't recommend you getting into it. Do not send messages that are emotional. Do not reply to emotional text messages because ultimately there's no going back and they're going to be mm. there for everyone to see it. And you're just going to be stuck at 2 a.m. thinking about <laughs> these messages and that you don't like you you just need to avoid that. <laughs> That's like the ultimate thing that you need to avoid. Yeah. So you so said I phone try to call. stay away. Yeah. Yes. Especially for emotional text messages. Mm. I really just try to stay away from texts that are in, are in that category. Mm. So breakups, family drama, toxic mm. work situations, disorders. I just try not to do any of that in a text message. I leave it for face-to-face. -face. Yeah. That's an interesting so, tip. I like that. That's like the biggest tip from the video. Stay yeah. away from emotional texting. And then you've got think and reply. Yeah. So for all the other categories, uh, if you do feel like that texting anxiety is coming up, the anxiety over texting, just take a walk, start to organize your thoughts a little bit and think about what you want to say. Even if it takes you an hour, you do not need to reply immediately. Yeah. That's not a thing. I know in our culture, it's like someone texted me, I need to reply immediately that's not the case. You owe it to yourself and your own peace of mind to take the time to text however you want to text. Mm. Um, yeah. So I think slow down. Yeah. I like that because I think feeling the pressure to immediately reply, it's only going to increase the anxiety and not necessarily give you a better, a chance of articulating what you're feeling. For sure. Yes. Yeah. I get anxiety if I know that someone has seen that I have seen their message so yes sometimes I might just be like I'll text and say hey I saw your message I can't reply right now but you know just wanted that's, you to know that I saw it that's amazing yeah that that helps reduce my anxiety that's a really good tip um I I think I do mention I, I, as a disclaimer if you have anxiety over someone seeing that you saw what they wrote just disable the option I didn't um, know you could do that yeah, you can do it on your side. I don't know if you can do it on their side, but if you if you want to do like the whole community over competition thing, just mm. disable it on your side so that other person doesn't have texting anxiety if they also <laughs> feel it too, right? So save someone on the other side if you can by disabling it. Oh, that's so, I'm going to have to look at that, see if, see if I can do it. At least I know for WhatsApp, I can disable okay, it. I don't yeah. know on regular text messages. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. 
Okay, next question is, how does social anxiety show up for you in your daily life these days? And have you found yeah. any tried and true techniques to cope with the struggle? So I used to think that I got over my social anxiety 100%. Mm. But last March during lockdown, I was in Amsterdam uh, mm. at the time, and we went into like a 10 week lockdown. Oof. And it was rough. Yeah, yeah. I had a toddler at home. I was pregnant with my second child. Oh, wow. I was doing my master's degree. I was working uh, online at an internship. So it was a lot to yeah. handle. And then for some reason, my social anxiety came back. I couldn't look anyone in the eyes. I did not want to accept social inv invitations after lockdown ended, even mm. one on ones. And that's when I knew that social anxiety hit me when I was scared to actually meet with one friend one on one. Mm. Um, and I, I, all I kept thinking was, I have nothing to say. Mm. and I'm so boring why is she friends with me uh, so it was horrible and I got rough. so stuck in my own head that I, I needed to find a way to get out of this like I just didn't want to feel that way anymore yeah and the only thing that really helped me was to do something every day that made me uncomfortable wow that's so that brave uh, because I went like 10 weeks without practicing any social skills yeah. And I'm like, I haven't done anything like, oh my gosh, now, of course, I'm feeling this. I need to do something really small every single day, whether it's sending a text message, calling, making a video, going out for a coffee date, like literally just forcing myself, again, exposure therapy, yeah. do these little things every single day. That um, is amazing. That's, really, that's how I got out of it. Did you have like a list that you made yourself and you just picked every day? Pick something no, but because, no, but because I was working and I was taking care of my kids. I I was I had all these things come up randomly mm. during the day so I just said yes to everything zoom meetings happy hours online lunch dates with friends back in the states like wow. every invitation that came through I just said yes I was like I'm just gonna automatically not think about this and just do it that is amazing yeah, and you found that over time doing those things got less scary yes it for sure because mm. then I, I knew that I I was able to if I did one I knew I could do another one and if I did two I could do another one again so I was kind of like motivating myself to say you've already been through it like what's going to happen now nothing mm. so I was just talking to myself coaching myself through it <laughs> wow I didn't know this part of your journey at all that is incredible that you could do that <laughs> without like without the support of a group therapy or something yeah no and, I, um, yeah that's that's great Maybe, maybe it comes from my like tennis years when I tried to be a professional tennis player, like it mm. was all on my own. I had to do, I had to figure out everything on my own. So I've always kind of been like that it's, in a way. It's, it's, you sound like a very resilient kind of person. I hope so. Yeah. I hope so. Okay. Let's talk about something fun. You have a 21 day <laughs> social anxiety challenge coming up and I'm already signed yes. up for it um, and I am terrified I and excited. <laughs> Can you, you have tell no us? idea what's coming, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> scared. The anticipatory anxiety is building. <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. So, you know, a couple, I, like four years ago, I think when I opened my website, I had this idea called extroverted cards. Hmm. And back in, because that's when I like, that I was so obsessed with the idea of wanting to be an extrovert. Hmm. And remember, like my friend was an extrovert. I was like, I need to be like this person. 
So then I started writing down, like, what are all the things that she does that I can't do? (laughs) So I wrote like 20 things, like all these extrovert, they're not really extroverted things, but in my head, they were like making a call, talking to a stranger, like normal things for people that for a socially anxious person are like the biggest mountain to climb. So I I did this, I I had a whole page for extroverted cards and I wanted to do a challenge, but like any other business that starts, you're like, who am I to do this? I have no mm. followers. Um, who's going to join this challenge? I'm a nobody. The imposter and so syndrome. a couple of weeks, ago, exactly. So a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, what is holding me back? Like, I don't care that I don't have 10,000 followers. Yeah. I'm doing this not only just for myself, first of all, to maintain my low level of social anxiety, because like I said, if I don't practice it, it's going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I really wanted to do this challenge and then I'm like, I'm just going to do it. So I'm getting ready to do a 21 day challenge and it's all about taking action and holding yourself accountable to do the things that you're scared of doing. So get out of your comfort zone. Yes. That's what I keep trying to tell myself. Just get comfortable being uncomfortable and to actually make it more fun these are all really they're going to be like tasks little tasks every single day and you're going to I'm going to post them I'm going to post myself doing them Mm. so I'm going to document my journey the whole 21 days and I really hope that you're going to do the same yeah in whatever shape or form I would love to see documented are you doing Um, it on Instagram stories I think it's going to be Instagram stories I have a Facebook group a private one just for the people that sign up so it's like a little community and we're all doing it together so it's not as scary as just putting out there in like in public right so it's just it's contained yeah and at the end of this challenge I'm gonna do the one thing I haven't done yet Mm. and I'm scared of doing and that I've been telling myself to do for the longest time so you have to stick around and yeah I love that that's the best teaser possible (laughs) (laughs) yes so I'm hyping myself up to do this thing that I've never done before. So if I can do it, then you can do it also. I love that. <laughs> it's so funny. Like you're doing all the things that a therapy program does, but you're doing it just unknowingly. For like fun. you're just doing it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and it's so I mean, good. I don't know if this is, this is not really anyone's idea of fun, but I don't know. <laughs> being comfortable makes it fun for me in a way. Like how... Yeah. How embarrassed can I get? Like, what is the le- next level that I can take this, you know? I can't wait to see what you do. And I think yeah. for anyone listening who wants to join and you're like, yeah, but I'm, I'm too afraid. Mm-hmm. I would sort of flip that and say like, don't, don't wait to feel brave to take action, take oh, action sure. while scared. Yes. And that will bring yes. the courage. Like you can't be brave if that's, you're not scared. That's, that's what bravery is. No, so right. Just you get confidence through yeah. action. Yeah. Yeah. And, and in my experience with exposures, like we don't start at a 90% terrified exposure (laughs) challenge. Like we'll we'll chip away at it with the lower level stuff. Like (laughs) I'm sure Roxana is not going to ask us to run around naked outside. (laughs) Um, You know, I was actually tempted. So I did a fearless challenge in December. Mm. And one of the challenges was to scream out loud, I am fearless. Oh. And I've always been terrified of my voice. Yeah. And I've always kind of kept it low. And even in my own house, I feel uncomfortable screaming, I am mm. fearless. But I somehow ended up 
walking in my neighborhood and I, out of nowhere, just told my husband here, take my phone and film me. And I screamed <gasps> at the top of my lungs. I have I not seen this. Yes. Yeah, so I did that. Wow. And I thought, what, well, that would be a really good task for this challenge. Yeah. But I feel like that's really extreme. So I'm not going to make people do this. That's unless you want great. to like that, that could be like a bonus like if you yeah. really want to take it to the next level do this because it helped me so much so personally that I experienced so much growth doing that wow I would find <laughs> that like that would be a 90 95 100 percent right for me exactly yeah anytime so like growing up sorry go ahead no I was gonna say like in, when I did martial arts growing up I would always get in trouble because I would do all the things except the yells. I couldn't yell mm. like when you're supposed to, you're supposed to yell when you punch and stuff. Could not yes. do it. I'd have friends pretend oh. to yell for me and I would just open my <laughs> mouth and it became like a funny thing. I love thing. that. <laughs> oh, so so yeah. that's so relatable. And I have this whole idea for a skit on social anxiety goes, does yoga. Because Ooh. for the, I can't even tell you how many times I'm in a yoga session and the instructor is like, breathe out like oh yeah the loud so breathing embarrassed yes oh, or no. like doing like the, ooh, yeah. like <laughs> crying and the nope and I'm looking around and people are doing I'm like I can't do this nope I just cannot do this <laughs> but doing that fearless like screaming it like that's the ultimate like difficulty level and if I'm able to do that I can breathe in yoga class now <laughs> wow I love that Oh yes, but and where, when does the when does the challenge start? I forgot to ask that. Uh, April first. April first. So first. Yeah, and yeah. where where can people go if they want to join? Uh, on my website on honestrocks.com. It's okay. honestly the first thing when you scroll down. The challenge sign up sheet is there. Okay. So, cool. cool. And then the next question is where where are all the places that people can find you online if they want to follow you? Yeah. So honest. Rocks is my handle for everything on okay. YouTube. I'm not big on YouTube yet, <laughs> but if you type in like Honest Rocks, I'm sure I'm going to pop up. And yeah. Instagram is again Honest Rocks. Yeah. Website. Yeah. Well, whoever is listening to this, mm. please go follow <laughs> Roxana because Yay. she's a hidden gem. I've been saying this like your 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 account is growing, but she's a I hidden gem that. of social anxiety on the internet, and I want I want to see her account go bananas. So everybody go follow Same her. here for yours. Thank Same you. <laughs> okay. And you're the second person that I'm going to be doing a lightning round with. I, I did a lightning Ooh. round with my dad last week, but probably your, your episode will air first. So we'll call you the first going. Yay. Yeah. All right. I've got okay. three, three lightning round questions for you. So that just means Let's like short and sweet answers, but don't feel like you have to have a character limit or something. This is not like Twitter. <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. First question, what are three ways that you manage your mental health? Uh, well, with two kiddos, mm. um, that's definitely something that is on my mind a lot. Um, yeah. So I take time to write, um, mm. whether that's journaling, writing a blog post um, at night. When my husband reads the bedtime story to my kid, I'm sitting next to them and I'm literally just writing down my day. Um, mm. If I don't write every day I get super grumpy interesting um, so that's definitely one of the ways that I practice mental health okay um secondly I take walks so I take mm. long walks um I get creative in my long walks and I feel like I, I recharge and I take the time to really think about where I'm going what I'm mm. doing with my my time so that's really something that's important to me 
Nice. And you said three ways. If if you have three. Uh, you know, I treat myself. I always have something I look forward to every single day, whether that's a nice cup of coffee, a dessert, um, just always something to look forward to because I feel like if I don't have that, then I'm pushing too hard and it's always go, go, go. Yeah. So I need to, I always try to figure out something that makes me happy. Nice. Those are great. Okay. What is the last book you read or the book that you're currently reading? <clears throat> So I have a, um, I have a, a subscription to Audible. So I have like maybe mm. four or five books that I'm, I'm listening to at the same time. Mm. Um, one of them is Matthew McConaughey's Green Lights. And it's oh. amazing. It's um, a memoir? The last, yes, it's mm. kind of his life story. Um, okay. Yes, for sure. It's really fast. Like he talks so fast. Oh my God. <laughs> you have way too many good ideas here, guy. Let me just chill for a second. I need to just think about, it. I need to process it. Oh, that's funny. Um, so I, I recommend buying the book, not the audible version okay. because he's just like a firecracker. Yeah. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> but the, the last book that I finished reading in like a physical book is called Do the Work. Hmm. Um, and I, I, I try to read that actually every Sunday. Because oh. it reminds me that fear is part of the process of like what I'm going through right now. Yeah. And that resistance is going to be with me every single day. So every time mm. I write a blog, every time I, I publish a video or like do a podcast, it's scary. Yeah. And I just need to rem just remember that it's okay. That fear is always going to be there no matter what. And this book is amazing at just making me aware of that and reminding me that it's okay. That it's just all part of the process. Nice. And it's called do the work. Yes. Okay. By Stephen Pressfield. Okay. I'll make sure to put all of Roxana's everything that she's mentioned. I'll make sure it's in the description. Yes. And it's so small. It's just one hour and you're done. Oh, okay. It's so small. It's so I, that, that's my kind of book for the weekend. Yes. Yeah. Sure. All right. Your last question is what song or band <clears throat> lifts your mood when you're feeling down? Uh, so, whew, you know, I used to be really into music, always, mm. always blasting it. But because I'm, I'm taping a lot and I'm always talking these days, I don't have time for it. Mm. But whenever I do turn on Spotify, it's always Taylor Swift. And I know nice. that's cheesy, super cheesy. No, that's fine. But for some reason, I grew up with her and she just has a way of making me feel like everything's going to be okay. <laughs> Oh my god that's so I don't sweet. know why it just always calms me down like and and just makes me feel better about life in general I don't know why I've heard um, a lot of people say that about her music yeah 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 oh it's either god. you really love it or you hate it and my husband <laughs> for my birthday last year which was during lockdown unfortunately mm -hmm. the first thing he did when I woke up was blast Taylor Swift in the house oh my god like, that is so I sweet love yeah, like he knows me. Knows he, he put Taylor Swift, made me pancakes, and Aww. that was like the best, best thing ever. Like this is all I need in my life. <laughs> Taylor Swift and pancakes. Wow. I love that yeah. so much. Okay, well, thank <laughs> so, you for those lightning yeah. answers. <laughs> that actually brings us to the end. So I just Aww. wanted to say thank you so much for being here and chatting with us today. This has oh, been so inspirational. I, I just, I can't wait for your social, social anxiety <laughs> challenge to start. And I'm so excited oh, to see where your online too. journey takes you. This yes. has meant a lot oh, to me I'm that so, you came on. 
I'm so glad we're connected and that we're doing this together. And honestly, your podcast is fantastic. And I highly recommend you want to continue listening to you and to follow you on Instagram because <laughs> you are just so funny. You have no Aww. idea. Like you're so, stories. you're so real. And I really appreciate everything that you do. Thank you so much. That is so, so validating and sweet. And I'm not going to cry. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, everybody. And thank Thank you, you Roxana. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode, and I hope you found it helpful. Anxiety thrives on avoidance, and we can take back our power by just showing up like you did today. Remember that you are probably underestimating how strong and wonderful you are, and you're probably overestimating how perfect and put together other people are. So show up scared. Show up imperfect. Just show up. And while you're at it, come find me on Instagram at your social anxiety bestie so we can be awkward together. <laughs>